Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 190 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Why you shouldn't pass credit card fees onto your customers. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. The title of this episode might surprise you. First, because I don't like to, you know, quote unquote, should people with business decisions like this. And because you're probably thinking I'm judging anyone who does pass on these fees, but I really want you to keep listening and not take the title so literally. It's most likely not what you think. Many of you know I went to Washington, D.C. this past July in 2023 to advocate for credit card reform. If you haven't heard about that, we'll link that bonus episode in the show notes so that you can hear about that experience and everything I learned, because I learned a lot. Credit card fees have been top of mind since then and continue to be top of mind. I really think it's because I see how much of an expense it is for all of you, for me included. I still run a store with my sister. So of course it's top of mind, especially as we see these fees increasing. I had a member in Master Shopkeepers post this question. She said, I know this has been discussed before, but wanted updated thoughts. I am noticing more businesses around me charging a fee for credit card sales, and more of my vendors are charging me if I pay with a credit card or not accepting credit cards at all. Wondering what others are doing and if charging credit card fees is becoming more normal. So, of course, because she asked this question, and it is top of mind, and there is a credit card competition act that's trying to get passed through Congress, I wanted to talk this out a little bit more. So first, I want to talk about credit card fees as a business expense. So this is a service that you as the business owner subscribe to in order to accept credit card payments, right? I mean, it's a service that we're paying for. Most of us can't process credit cards ourselves, so we have to pay for the service. Paying for the service is a decision you are making as a business owner. And let me share some relatable and similar business examples or business expense examples. So the first one would be email marketing service. We could manually collect email addresses and then try to send bulk emails, for example, through a Gmail account. But could you imagine copying and pasting all of these individual subscribers into a Gmail, into just a traditional email, and then sending off your newsletter that way? That would be a logistical nightmare. So we pay for an email service provider, also known as an ESP, so that the ESP handles this for us. It automates the collecting, it automates the sending, it gives us tracking information, it gives us some statistics, we pay for that service. Another one is inventory management software. 
We could use a spreadsheet, and some of you still do, but we could use a spreadsheet to manage inventory ourselves, but again, not so efficient, so many of us choose to pay for inventory management software. We choose to pay for these programs to make our businesses better, easier, more efficient, more appealing to our customers, a variety of reasons. Now, we can implement a cash or check-only policy in our business. This is one way to not pay for credit card processing, right? But in these times, with 90% of purchases made with a credit card, I'm not sure how well that would work for most of us small and micro retailers. With that, I want to say that I do personally know of a couple businesses. They are usually restaurants or in the food industry that are cash only, and some of them do really well with this model. But I have to say, I feel like they are rare. I would even say they're like rare unicorns. So the next point that I want to talk about are the things to consider when a business owner passes the fee on to customers. The first thing that I want you to consider is, is it legal in your state? Some states actually prohibit this practice. And according to a Lending Tree article, and I tried to find something recent, I think this one was from 2022, so it's not that old. At that time, 10 states were prohibiting credit card surcharges and convenience fees. And it listed the states, do not quote me, I don't know for sure that these states are still following this, but it was California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Kansas, Maine, Massachusetts, New York, Oklahoma, and Texas. At that time, and maybe that still is the case, it's illegal for merchants to add any surcharges to credit card transactions or charge convenience fees to non-traditional payment methods in these states. So that's one thing to consider for sure, right? The second thing is, does this provide value to your customer when you do this? In my mind, this isn't providing convenience or value to our customers. Third, whose responsibility is this? Like I mentioned a few minutes ago, this is a business operating expense, whether we like it or not. Number four, does this convey a lack of confidence or a limiting belief as a business owner? When business owners do this, it can sometimes show a lack of confidence, particularly in pricing, as a business owner. So instead, what can the business owner do to think, I can afford this? My question would be, are you playing small and running your business in scarcity? If you're going to do this and pass on the fee to your customer, I want to say don't get mad when your customers play small too. And what do I mean by that? I know of lots of store owners who get incredibly annoyed when their customers come in and ask if something is negotiable or would they take X amount of dollars for something or why can't they lower the price on something? For me, that's also a customer. Of course, you could view them as being a savvy customer, but they're playing small as well. The third thing that I want to talk about is why is it more commonly accepted for the service industry to pass on credit card fees to customers? Because I knew this one would come up. And I thought about this one for a long time and realized that it's probably for several reasons. First, fees can often be much more in the service industry. So if you think about a home contractor whose maybe bill or service is $2,000, $10,000, credit card fees on thousands of dollars are much more than a $50 store transaction, for example. And then that leads to my second point is that 
when you do work with the service-based industry, you're also you're usually often given payment options in advance. You have the time to think about how you'll pay. Unlike in a retail store, we often don't have time to explain or give customers options. Like, could you imagine on a busy Saturday, maybe during a busy store event or on small business Saturday when there's lines at your cash wrap or multiple lines in your store, could you imagine taking the time explaining this to each customer, what their option is? If you pay for cash, it's this. If you pay in credit card, it's this. Now, I'm not saying that this is right, that it's justified in the service industry, I'm just pointing out why it may be more commonly accepted there. This episode is brought to you by Master Shopkeepers, my mastermind group for brick and mortar retail store owners. If you're craving support, connection, inspiration, and motivation for your retail business, apply to join us. It doesn't matter what stage of shopkeeping you're in, what matters is your drive to work less, profit more, and grow, both personally and professionally. Learn more at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership, all one word. Finally, and my biggest point of this podcast is why are credit card fees such a frustrating and controversial topic? Well, It's obvious fees are becoming such a substantial expense that some business owners are now raising prices and some are passing on fees and some are drowning, unfortunately, in their businesses because it's already an industry, particularly independent retailers, with already low margins. So yes, of course, this is frustrating. And what's happening as a result of that is one, We're judging each other as small business owners. Two, we're hurting our customers by passing on the fees. And three, I should say, or three, we're hurting ourselves by absorbing this cost. Kind of makes us look bad to each other or makes us feel bad because these fees are above and beyond what we should be paying. However... The real villain here are the credit card companies. There's a popular type of post that circulates on social media. You'll see it in a variety of ways. And somebody actually shared it in Master Shopkeepers too, where they talk about how someone who uses a $50 cash bill in a small business will pay the $50 bill of the business owner. And then maybe the business owner receives that $50 bill and they use that $50 bill then at another small business and so on and so forth. In this case, when that $50 bill travels through the small business community, not one single fee is taken out because it's cash. But a single $50 transaction where a credit card gets used and then the business owner pays the 3% fee, they get their business deposit minus the 3% in credit card fees, and sometimes it's more than 3%, then they pay for something with their business credit card and that sees a 3% fee and it snowballs, eventually leading to that $50 cash or that $50 having no value. It all eventually lands in the pockets of Visa and MasterCard. Kind of eye-opening, right? So this is my thought. 
What if we stopped trying to find alternative ways to appease an industry that's already profiting in the billions? Yes, both Visa and MasterCard show profits of 20, 25 plus billion dollars every year. Instead of us judging each other, instead of us passing on the fees to our customers or allowing this expense to get even more outrageous because Visa and MasterCard are proposing increased credit card fee rates, why aren't we battling the real issue, the credit card companies? So I'm here again to remind you that you do have a voice in this, even though it feels like you don't. Even if you don't like getting involved in quote-unquote political issues, this is really not a political issue. When I first drafted this podcast episode months ago, I've had this in my queue a long time, And I kept reading the script and I looked at it and I kept thinking it just felt incredibly judgy. It was a message to small business owners to not pass on fees to their customers without any suggestions or ways to try to find relief. So it sat in my podcast queue for a really long time. I don't like judgy. I prefer helpful, enlightening, and thought-leading podcast episodes. And now I realize why I couldn't get myself to publish that episode. Because I don't want to fight you, my, like my fellow small business owners, and I certainly don't want to judge you. So instead, I'm making it a mission to fight credit card banks. Let's go to the core of the problem here. Let's take action against an industry that is unethically profit-maximizing and forcing small business owners to feel like the solution is to fight each other or judge each other or pass the fees on to our customers. It's really disgusting. Credit card companies are pitting us against each other. It's a vicious cycle. And the only industry winning in all of this, the credit card companies. So my message is this, the only way to bring relief to this situation is to do something about the credit card industry in the United States. How do we do this? (laughs) You're like, okay, Kathy, give me the answers. Give me the solutions because I don't like this feeling either. Well, I'm not sure exactly. I have people telling me that I or we as independent retailers that we can't possibly win against big banks. And I'm just not a fan of people telling me I can't win. No one can determine that but me. So I'm here I am speaking up again. Like I mentioned in the bonus episode that I published a month or two ago, reach out to your members of Congress and speak up. We will again link the form where you can send a message to Congress. It is a very simple form to fill out. It's almost pre-structured for you. It gives you the fields to fill in. It makes it very, very easy, even for someone like me that kind of cringes at the thought of doing something like this. I'm also considering starting a cash movement, and I'll just leave that there. If you have any thoughts on that, please DM me on Instagram. My username is at Savvy Shopkeeper. I'd love to know what you think. Of course, there are mixed opinions on that. More on that later, I promise, as I start to figure it all out. Now, this could easily be a one-hour episode because I have so much to say on this topic. However, it's time to wrap this up. So if I circle back to the title of this episode, why you shouldn't pass credit card fees onto your customers, I hope it's obvious now. 
It's not that I don't want you to find or get relief. I do, I promise you, but not by being frustrated with each other or by passing these fees on to our customers. When we do this, this is the big aha moment I had as I really worked on this episode. When we do this, we continue to fuel a duopoly. We're making credit card banks stronger. We're indirectly telling them it's okay to raise rates. And we're telling them it's okay to hurt, keep hurting small businesses. And I get it. Credit card fee processing is a service. It is a business expense. But now it's become outrageous. So when we're doing this, when we're judging each other, when we're passing the fees on, I genuinely believe that we're perpetuating a problem. It's not our problem. It's a problem that someone else has caused for us. I also think we've become the scapegoat in the situation, but we are not the problem. Their unethical behavior is the problem. Whew, Kathy, I feel my face is flushed and red right now because this does get me heated up. So it really is time to wrap this up. All this to say, we're doing what's right as business owners by paying these banks the fees for their service. Why can't banks do what's right for small businesses and stop the unethical practice of profit maximizing? That is my big question. Instead of putting so much effort into us finding a solution, I say we redirect that effort and energy into battling on behalf of all of us and contact your congressional representatives. Please do that today. You will find the link to the pre-structured form, like I mentioned, in the show notes. You're going to go to SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 190. Trust me, it has simple instructions and structured verbiage in case you need help crafting your message. But really, this is what I would tell you. Just speak from the heart and share why or how this is hurting your business and all small businesses in the United States. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.